a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast where we, I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. We have discussions and we answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience, a little bit of bro science. Stoked. Please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nope, just a couple of dumbbells love ourselves some fitness, want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. Yeah, let's welcome our guest into her own home or abode. Well, let's just welcome our, welcome our guest. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our friend Shannon O'Neill in oh. NYC. That's right. Hotbed of disease. <laughs> <laughs> Your the, virus, the virus is behind me. So yeah, yeah, Epicenter. we can Epicenter. we can see it. It's gonna walk by every once in a while. Oh yeah, everything you'll just see like a it follows style. Yeah, uh huh. That's dope. Hey, hi, welcome. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. Um. So um. So what's what's going on? What's going on with you? How are you doing? Just like um. <laughs> as a you human, know, obviously, yeah. As a human, everybody is dealing but like what is i guess ultimately it's like what's get what's what's keeping you what's keeping you sane um great question um <laughs> well i i think the sanity part is like i'm not um i'm very lucky i'm not that anyone cares but i'm staying with a friend so i, I have i usually live alone so i have i'm staying with a friend and her family so i have like contact with people every day which keeps yeah. me sane yeah um and I mean, I put myself on a little bit of a routine, which helps, but then it's like the same thing every day. So, you know, we all have Groundhog's Day uh, sure. syndrome, I think, happening. But um, yeah, my ba- my my uh, yeah, my routine of just like wake up, drink a protein shake, watch Poppy Cuomo, take my dog for a walk, <laughs> play some Animal Crossing, exercise, uh, make dinner, and then I do a nightly Zoom with my basketball team. Ooh. And then eventually go to bed and rinse and repeat. Do you have a basketball there that you just kind of like dribble under your legs as you're watching TV and stuff? I do have uh, a basketball with me that I was like, I should, I should be doing some ball handling drills. Yeah. Um, Yeah. That was like something I thought the other day. It's like in a closet, but I was like, Oh, I could do ball handling drills. That'd be fun. What did you, what did you think of uh, Cuomo before all this? Um, I think I didn't pay much attention. I feel like I, I, I would say I probably felt neglected because New York City with like the MTA and stuff, it always feels like there's like the state itself doesn't support the city enough with uh, some of that dumb shit. Right. But under a crisis, Poppy's, you know, <laughs> doing pretty good. I mean, there's some things that are, you know, you want some more help with, I think, uh, the answer on like rent freezes and stuff like that would help. Sure. Because yeah. um, of, uh, you know, I think they don't think of, you know, you can freeze a mortgage. That's great. But that's people that can afford to have a mortgage or can't afford to have a mortgage. So I think like the rent stuff is where. Yeah. They, uh, and they all take kind of a vague position on that. They strongly encourage it, but there's no kind of implemented policy that seems to that everybody can adopt and count on so it's like i I, yeah i mean i hope we're okay who knows you know yeah but yeah that um freezing you know that go ahead oh i was just gonna say even being over in la like i've been checking in with what's happening there in new york where you are and i've been liking seeing his 
I kind of go to that for information and, and, and a little yeah. sense of calm, you know, just seeing somebody that seems like they've got it figured out and a plan in place and relying on science and, you know. Yeah, yeah. And he very much can admit when he doesn't have the answer and point to the people that he does. Yeah. yeah. I will say the, the person that I, I mean, I love Papi Cuomo, but I really love the, <laughs> um, his secretary to the governor. What's her name? Melissa DeRosa. Yeah. She fucking rules. Yeah. If you ever, yeah, I suggest everyone watch a pop, just like, cause like something will come up and the, you know, uh, Cuomo will maybe answer it a little bit or say like, I don't have the, and we'll just like, look at, look at her. And she is just like, bada, 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 like facts, yeah. facts, 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 facts. Here's what it is. Or we'll get you that information. And it's just like, yes, she's like prepped for everything. And she's so smart and knows how to like succinctly deliver messages. So it's, it's when you're a kid, find it's comfort like- in that it's like when you're a kid, what you'd imagine somebody that's in charge, how they would talk and handle things. <laughs> and then you become yeah. an adult and you're like, Oh, that's whatever my little <laughs> fantasy was is not the case. But then you see somebody like that and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. There's, there are a few out there. Good. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, New York. well, that's okay. New York. So, yeah. So I want to hear, so you guys, you guys have a relationship together. We established uh, yeah. before the record started that Shannon and I don't, we know of each other, don't really know each other. Right. Um, yeah. But I, I know that you remember the first time I saw you perform Stanger. It is Ooh. like stuck in my head is the first time I went to UCBLA and I was doing my one person show. And I think I was hosting Herald night and your team was up. Bang ring. And baby. then, Yeah. And you used to have like a, like a, a, a man bun. Am I right? Yeah, Long hair. Yeah, yeah. You came out in this like tight white shirt, a fucking man bun. And you were just so tan. And it looked like you just like pressed out like 25 pushups before you came out. And I was like, this is LA improvisers. <laughs> what the like my, fuck? My, my first impression was like, Oh my God. <laughs> that was very funny. I remember I was like, what is happening? Just a team full of like Malibu cans. Yes. Yeah. Was. Like, well, I, hey, it should be said I was on the vanguard of the man bun. I It wasn't even called that. Like they called it a top knot and everybody thought it was funny because Betsy Sodaro. Sure. The two yeah. of you guys of the had podcast, We yeah. both yeah, had them. Like, this was like 2009 or 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, and then uh, yeah, it was, you know, uh, wearing silly clothes, uh, super <laughs> tight, trying to get the flex, trying to get the right fit. But, um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, shit. Anyway, here we are getting to know each other fucking 10 yeah, yeah. years later. What uh, I love but- is, what I love is that it was just your appearance when you came out. She didn't need to watch you do a show. She was, she gets, she gets it. She who gets even it. knows what I was doing then. We get it. We get it. We know what you're going to do. You're going to so do basically what you do here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I got a narrow they, lane. Yeah. yeah. Not a lot of range. It's all right. Hey, hey it's what I it can gets do. you. It gets you there. Hey, it's a yeah, good street. Yeah. It's a good street. It's well kept. You it's know? like, listen, you got what you got a baseball bat. You can rob a bank. You can hit a baseball. You yeah. can uh, use it to knock stuff down. There's yeah. a lot of, you know, you got one, I got sure. one thing and I do everything I can with it. <laughs> uh, that's a good analogy, right? Yeah. That's a great analogy. Yeah. But, but, uh, but Spo so and I you, have yeah, known each other some, for a long time. So I want to yeah. hear, so give us, give us some uh, backstory and then, uh, 
and then you got some uh, like a crazy fitness transformation you both you guys went through but Shannon we want to hear yours yeah and, well uh, let's go back stuff. before even we knew each other Shannon we, you grew up where uh in Pennsylvania outside Philly suburbs okay. little town called Malvern did you um play sports growing up like uh, what was your kid like kid sports situation yeah I loved um I always wanted to do like, um, soccer, like little, it's not little league, whatever soccer, like, you know, like weekend soccer, but my parents yeah. were wah, wah, divorced. So it was like every other weekend. So I could never do that on the weekends. But when I got to, there was like intramural sports, um, we had when I was in like fifth grade, I think fourth and fifth grade, it was like after school. So I got to do some like indoor hot, like, you know, street hockey, all shit like that. And I really, I loved um, that team sports stuff. So then in junior high, I did, um, I did, sh- I did track and field for one year. Okay. And then I did um, basketball and uh, soccer. Mm-hmm. And what wait, did do, I you have, do you have siblings? No. Yeah. I have two brothers, two older brothers. And did they play? Did they play soccer and sports and they, stuff or not so much? No, they did a lot of like BMX biking, skateboarding. So they were kind of outdoor um, kids, but kind of just like street, street wear, <laughs> vision yeah, street, street wear guys. They were, they were, they were uh, street yeah, vision street wear, Thrasher magazine. Thrasher mags. Yeah, sure. Tony Hawk, who was the Fu Manchu guy that was in all the um, skate videos. Do you Christian remember him? Soy. Oh, um, you know, it's just like a character, but he was like in like, I feel oh, like. Oh, yes. Videos. Nicodemus. Like Forget. No. I'm going to say that's probably not right, but, uh, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, but my brothers, um, lived with my dad. So I only, okay. so we didn't like, they didn't. Yeah. So I like always wanted to skateboard, but my mom would never let me get one. Um, and then I rode my bike a lot, but like middle school is when I really started to become kind of like a jock. So I did, um, yeah, I think, oh, I did soccer, basketball and, uh, and then track and field. And then I, in, I didn't like track and field. I did like shot put and I didn't like it. So then I started, I started, I did lacrosse. I switched over to lacrosse in high school. Track and field does feel crazy. You're like, okay, you can throw a heavy ball. Sure. uh, You can run fast or you can run far. Also, how far can you jump? (laughs) Just like, all right. Yeah. 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 Give me me a fucking stick. All right. Yeah. Or sprint. I did not enjoy it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Didn't, I had, I didn't have fun with it, but it like, whatever kept me after school. So that but like lacrosse, know. like kind of like sparked your interest or. Oh yeah. I loved lacrosse, but then both soccer and lacrosse, I kind of got suckered into being goalie. Mm. Um, so we had a freshman lacrosse team and there was no boys lacrosse team and the boys. So the boys were allowed to play with us on the freshman team. So there huh. was, but when they weren't allowed to play, cause some schools said no, it's like the opposite, right? It's always like the girls, the kicker on the football team, but now right. we had like two or three boys that wanted to play lacrosse. So they were on the women's team, the, the ninth grade team. So one of them was a goalie. So when he wasn't allowed to play against a team then I was the goalie and I was good. <laughs> so then uh. when I got to like JV varsity, the coach knew I was good. And they're like, you're going to be goalie. And then you can play defender sometimes. So, so you were the varsity goalie for lacrosse, lacrosse. and soccer. And, no. And, and soccer. Yeah. Both goalies. Yep. 
Wow. I didn't, I didn't do soccer my senior year though. Cause I didn't want to, um, cause I'd gotten injured a bunch. So like, like I didn't want to get injured before the basketball season because basketball is my sport. So you're no. playing, so your hoops all through middle school, high school, or just high school, middle school, no middle school and high school. I did basketball. Yeah. What did, what position did you play? Um, point guard, guard forward. Yeah. All of them. Who's Except your team? Center. It was the Sixers when Sixers, I was growing yeah. up. Huge, huge Barkley fan. Oh yeah. Huge Barkley fan. Still huge Barkley fan. Yeah. Do you guys, do you remember in the, when, in the Barcelona dream team, uh, mm-hmm. When he, uh, there was like some, they were just complete, it was incredible. Like it was the most exciting time for basketball. I tell people about it all the time because everybody's into the NBA now. But when, when we first, when it first got opened up to where the dream team, like all the best NBA players could play in the Olympics, because it used to just for the United States, it used to just be amateurs, right? Guys, Col- great yeah, college, college, college players yeah. that were good, yeah. but they would struggle. And then all of a sudden it was like, fucking Michael Jordan's going to go to the Olympics. We're like, what? Right. And they completely dominated. There was one game. I mean, they though, had to cover the flag for the sim, like Jordan. I remember had to cover the Reebok. Was it, yeah. was it Reebok? Um, sponsorship so then he covered yes, it up because he had a nike, a nike conflict yeah he had yeah. a nike conflict yeah fucking yeah jordan's shooting dice with larry bird till 1 a.m and all this shit we didn't know about but um so i just remember they were they were beating some team by like 100 they won every game by like 100 points yeah and barkley was just this little tiny guy from like i don't know some eastern block country or something and uh barkley was just running down the court and then just elbowed the guy and the guy flew like a hundred feet back <laughs> and everybody was all pissed off about it, but I fucking loved it. Like I was oh. so glad. Barkley <laughs> just, was. Does, he does not hold back. He's not going to be nice just because you're, they're destroying somebody. No, man. Though the, the old, old like red, was that like a maroon red Sixers Jersey that Barkley like red? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. I love, love it. Do you remember that SNL sketch where they parodied? Remember, he played Godzilla. He played against Godzilla one on one for like a Nike ad, and then he hosted SNL and they parodied it, and it was him against Barney for it was like the same <laughs> ad, but he was playing against Barney. He was real like everybody, like everybody's talking about Barney at the time. Yeah. Oh, are you man. guys are you watching the Jordan Bulls doc? I haven't seen it yet. I'm oh. saving it up. I'm saving it up because I can't stand it if it's too spaced out. I'm too. Uh, poisoned by being able to watch everything at once so i've been recording them so that i can watch like three in a row or something see i like in this time i like having something to look forward to oh maybe i should start then so it's like on my schedule it's like oh i know sunday at nine o'clock i have something to do yeah so that's fun so good it is so good and it's just like i loved 90s basketball is the best. 90s yeah, NBA. I agree. Best and college that time was also awesome. And so like this oh, is man. just like you're just watching it and you're like, oh, no one plays like this anymore because mm. no one wants to get hurt. Yeah. No one wants to get hurt. And you just see like Rodman's like Rodman's so throwing fucking himself. good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's just like, I don't care. I want to get hurt. I mean, it's like a little like, you know, sadistic also. Sure. <laughs> but it is like, yeah, and just like, oh, it's yep. so good. For it. people that don't know, it's a do, it's a docu series right now yeah. called Last Dance about Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, and uh, it's the Bulls. really it's about the Bulls. Really, Bulls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's burning everybody up right now. It's so it really cool. is. Oh, I love so well made. I I love to hate, but also love to love the Bulls at that time because I was such a big Pistons fan growing up in Detroit. Sure. So he, and he hated, you know, he still oh yeah actively hates the the Pistons of that 
uh, era. I mean, know. they tried. They tried Actively. to hurt him. Yeah. Oh, oh of yeah. course. It took Pippen. It took the Jordan Pippen coming in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Jordan rules were amazing. Yeah, incredible. The uh, the Dream Team documentary is also very good. I forget how long ago that was made. And my favorite part is how like most of the team would like walk around Barcelona and they would get hounded, but then John Stockton could just like walk down the street and jump <laughs> <laughs> you'd see someone wearing a dream team shirt and he's like, Oh, you're going to go to the game tomorrow. They're like, yeah, I'm really excited. He's like, Oh, who are you looking forward to seeing? And it's like, he's on the shirt and they have no idea. Amazing. Yeah. It's so crazy. John Stockton was somebody like your dad worked with. Oh yeah. That plays <laughs> yeah. in the fucking NBA. Yeah. My dad's friend from work. Wait, he, was, accountant? he would <laughs> never be able to play right now. You don't think so? No, he was good, but I feel like he, I just, he's just so small compared to a lot of like, well, and he's put, old now. Yeah. Well, well yeah, yeah, he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> but even him in his prime, I feel like point, like, like the way that people are. It wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. But I mean, he is, we're not talking like pistol Pete era. I mean, it's no, like, but you know. you know, you're still talking about like, you know, Jordan was like a tall point guard kind of small forward dude. Where now like a guy who's six, six is a point guard. Like those guys yeah, are I mean, monsters. games changed a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually that's also part of it. If you're, if everyone's just shooting three pointers now, then maybe Stockton would be fine. Oh yeah. You're right. Yeah. Burn. Burn on the NBA gotcha. of today. Yeah. Gotcha. People are just taking that. Um, the, uh, the MTV uh, half court shots. Yeah. Yes. They all think they're going to win a t-shirt every time. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so, so you grew up really playing ball and Mm -hmm. were you, and um, so were you like really focused on like training as a athlete? Like, were you, you know, I wish, you know, it's like one thing I like these, I had like, you know, I saved up and I, I, uh, bought the basketball hoop for my driveway. I was always shooting in my driveway, you know, when the weather was... You had to buy your own hoop? (laughs) I was poor. That's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saved up, um, yeah, babysitting money. That's awesome. uh, Yeah, and then my Usually that's like for like the shoes, you like the two expensive, but that's like straight up. Yeah. That too. I had to buy, I bought myself new basketball sneakers every season and it was all, I had to, I, yeah, I totally, I was like, my mom was like, if you want to buy them, you can, cause I can't afford to buy you new sneakers every, you know, basketball season. Um, you should wear the same ones all the time because you're barely wearing them out, but yeah. So yeah, got my own basketball hoop. I would, yeah, I would play a lot, but I didn't, I feel like, you know, today there's so much, and maybe it's like too much pressure of like, kids just know to train. Yeah. Back then you didn't know, you didn't know to train, but I like, honestly, like on Instagram, I follow um, some like women's basketball um, accounts and you know, they're highlighting these like high school girls and they're fucking amazing. And you know, because they know how to train sports specifically and know how to like, that wasn't a big, yeah, that just wasn't like a big thing. Um, no, you just practice the, shots. Yeah. Shoot a yeah. hundred free throws a day, hundred lay, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you weren't banging the weights out or doing no. people people didn't players. know that. No one to, was doing that. You know, the yeah. only people that were yeah. hitting the gym was were football players and wrestlers, really. Yeah. You know, I don't remember the baseball team ever being in the weight room or anything no. like that either, no. you know? No. Or the yeah. basketball this team. Is, 
Not till yeah, Barry like, Bonds started doing steroids. Hey, hey. Mark McGuire. Belko. Brothers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I would ride my bike. Like my, my like training would be like, I might run a little bit or I would definitely loved riding my bike, um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as I could safely. But um, well, like a Ducati or. Yeah, I had a I had a you crotch had a rocket and yeah. I I just drove that crotch rocket like down <laughs> Route 30. Yeah. Go to the friendlies, get a happy ending, which is a Sunday, not yeah, a tongue yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I fucking crotch rocket back home. Yeah. Wait, um, so that's an ice cream shot, not a jack shack? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Friendlies just... is an ice cream shop that sells a Sunday called the happy ending. Okay. Both of those things sound like it could be. But it could be. Could yeah. be both. Could be both. There might be a, a different place called Friendlies. After and COVID, that, we might yeah. have to start opening tug shops again. Hey, people. Are- and the smart move would be to be like, uh, you know, 31 flavors and get a tin roof Sunday, but that's getting, you know, uh, uh, blown after a massage or something. Yeah, know, sure. Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah, what yeah. it is. Just I'm it's working like, it out. I yeah. Know. I, I think that'd be like a, like a, like a tantric hand job until you just like, <laughs> you just bust the roof off the joint with your fucking cum shot. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. sure. I mean, maybe yeah. something we're just, along we're those lines. We're brainstorming. We're yeah. brainstorming. Brains, this isn't it. We're not going to get no. a small business no. loan to do this. No, no. We got to kill some darlings. We got to kill some darlings. Yeah. And we'll we might not even out. get a we'll small business loan. Period. Right now, <laughs> no, it's impossible. No. Or we might. Um, so, um, so then, were you hitting the gym at all in high school then to do it, or you're just shooting around? No, just school gym. Around. Yeah, nothing. there was no, there was no weight training. And you didn't do summer, did you do summer basketball camps or anything like that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I did Sixers camp, which was a scam, unfortunately. Wow. Yeah, they didn't have any, they had one ladies ball, which is, you know, the women's ball is a little bit smaller. Yeah. So they only had one and it could only be used when we had games. And I I remember (laughs) that pissing me off back then. I was like, this is not right. Yeah. And then I created feminism because of that experience. You did that day, I think, right? Mm-hmm. That day, yep. Um, and I, um, but it was fun. It was still fun. But there was another camp that we would go to every summer, like my team, my high school, like my basketball coach would organize it and we would go to a, a summer camp together. Mm-hmm. And that was fun. And yeah. was that? It's, I did basketball camps every summer. I didn't do any other <clears throat> sleepaway camps <clears throat> besides basketball. And you continued to play all through your senior year and whatnot? Yep. And I did have some, um, a little bit of interest in me from colleges. But sure. Like, um, like Hofstra was interested, Hofstra. And then I was supposed to do a visit there. But then there was like an awful snowstorm and like shit was shut down for like two weeks. I think school was closed for two weeks. And oh. like, I remember that was so upsetting, not about the school, but like, like, I think I had like two or three basketball games that were like canceled that were like, weren't going to be rescheduled. And I was like, this fucking sucks. Um, and then Hofstra was just like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. I was like, all right. And then some like other they were schools, like, they were like, the yeah. snow was, the snow was too much. I don't know if we'll be able to handle you Look, and the snow. We're all yeah. fucking cold right now. Let's be yeah. honest. Right. Yeah. I know it's your some, dream to play, but yeah. And I was like, Oh, and then I think like a, a Catholic school like offered me to go there, but they like, there was like no money. And I was like, I don't want to go to church and not get any scholarship money because yeah, I, sure. I knew I wouldn't, I would have to like, um, you need one with you. 
I'd either get a scholarship or I'd have to work while I was in college to help pay right. for it. So it didn't work. So yeah. It's, 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 you know, momentum and place such a huge part of that. I mean, you think about the kids now getting recruited for stuff and what's going on with them and what's going to happen. I, you know, yeah. it's, it's tricky. Right. Man. You lose that momentum or you, it, it takes another year and then you don't have as good of a season, whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, it's yeah, intense, it's a, man. I haven't thought about that. I wonder how this will affect any colleges. Like, you know, if sports don't come back in the fall, like kids that are on like a football scholarship, like right. do they still, do they still get it? I, I mean, my guess is the people that they, that they promised that are already there and have it or yeah. that they have a commitment to will, but I think it's the ones that were maybe waiting to decide or, right, or you know, maybe on the, yeah, on the bubble or going to walk on or something, you know, it's, yeah. it's definitely a factor. Yeah. Uh, you're hoping yeah. they're all training right now, trying to keep those, you know, well, that's tough too. Up. You know, yeah. I mean, if you're, I mean, even as an adult who's motivated to just stay in shape, it's hard, let alone, you know, oh, tra- trying to train to be an elite athlete. Sure. Fuck. I feel like I only saw the headline, but there's something of like Steph Curry didn't even have a hoop at his house and he had to like put a hoop up at his house. Really? My, my, I thought I read that. He Unless he's staying his, somewhere that's like not his normal money. house. Yeah. yeah. He had to babysit his kids. He had to meet his kids. <laughs> he had to meet his kids for the first time. <laughs> babysit him. So did just his kidding. wife. She did well, that with his kids. He, yeah. I see him hanging out with his kids. I'm just kidding. Sure. <laughs> no, he, I no, mean, Steph Curry is great. It, it makes sense though. Like if he just had a house in the Bay area or wherever he lives now, and he would just yeah. go to a facility and train all the time that he just never yeah. thought to put a hoop up, you know? Yeah. 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 Crazy. Lesson was, learned. There was a, since they're trying to fill like airtime on like ESPN and shit, they've been doing like the playing horse. Like, I don't know if you've seen that, like it's just an hour of watching two people play horse. And it was like two people at their own houses. Yes. Uh-huh. Own houses. The what, like one, one person rides the other one or something rides on their back or nice. 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 Is this a lot easier for you? Huge not to hear these uh, play on words in person or is it, <laughs> No, I think the fact that I'm worried that there's a delay, but I realize it's just his delivery is rough. <laughs> so it actually makes it harder because I can't look at him in the person and go like, oh, you're holding a beat because you're thinking everybody's going to get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll say that imagining watching somebody play horsey for an hour is, is funny. It's a, it paints a funny picture to me. Sure. But we're talking to, we're of course talking about the basketball game horse. Sorry yeah. to, to yeah. derail your, uh, your thought on that. Go please. No, but I, now I am thinking about two people just yeah. playing horsey in their backyard. <laughs> yeah. And that's what ESPN is yeah. streaming. <laughs> it's pretty good. One person, yeah. um, like it's like a, it's like a zoom like this where it's stacked and one person is riding <laughs> on the top and the person on the you bottom is him, just doing right? this. Yeah. <laughs> They have to get it right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone, I forget. It was like a, it was like an older, it was like a retired NBA player against a WNBA player. And both their courts were like so different. You get like the money disparity just showed sure. in oh, the no, courts oh, that they're no. playing on Jesus and the, Christ. and the streaming quality of their phones. And I was like, right. Oh boy, <laughs> this is rough. Here's, here's, you know, evidence, you know, you know, yeah. evidence number, like, you know, submit this for the, uh, equal pay. <laughs> yeah. Serious. T-Mobile. Yeah. I, um, I'm honestly, I cannot wait. Speaking of things that they're going to start showing the fact that there is going to be a UFC fight on 
May 9th. And it's going to be in Florida somehow. Nice. Good sponsorship of Aldo back there. Stanger. Um, the fact that um, it's going to be in, um, in Florida with no audience, but they're still going to have the fights is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Eerie. They're doing, uh, it's like Taiwan or somewhere. They started doing sports again and they filled the audience, um, the, the stands with just like cardboard cutouts of people. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, it's, it's like a, what they do for movies when they don't have the budget to fill a stadium. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. I mean, at this yeah. point, just put a green screen up so we could like zoom, like it could look like it's a bunch of people like zoomed in. I know. I think, oh yeah. But I think it's for the players. They want to like make it seem like, it's, Oh, got it. Stands are, the stands are filled. Yeah. Strange. I mean, it is crazy to like, you know, um, what see, about stuffed animals? Oh yeah. Oh, stuffed yeah. animals. See My son the does herbs it. on the team are. <laughs> Um, wait, so after, do you end up going, where do you end up going to school at Hofstra? No, no, I went to Millersville university, which is outside Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and I didn't have any sports and any intramural sports or anything. There was intramural stuff, but it was like, um, I'm such a, like on, like I'm, I'm very much like an introvert in some ways. So it's like, I didn't know anybody. So I didn't know how to like start a team with anybody. And then the friends, the friends that I did make were not like athletes, so to speak. So there was, I didn't make any friends with anybody that would like start a team. What Um, were they like comedy people? Were you getting into comedy at this point or were you already a comedy person? Not uh, even. No, I wasn't. I mean, I was, I was uh, totally a class clown asshole in uh, high school. (laughs) Um, But no, it wasn't until like my sophomore year that I started to do some, um, comedy stuff. Cause I declared, I was this elementary bankruptcy? special ed mate. Oh. I declared bankruptcy <laughs> yeah. and, um, just like dressed in all rags and outside the <laughs> bank, I was like, give me some money. <laughs> Weird puppet. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a puppet of me. Um, and I was like, I don't know this woman. <laughs> uh, no, I was an elementary special ed major. My, my, freshman year. And then I, I just was like, um, I realized it wasn't like totally for me. So then I eventually became a broadcasting communications major, like the second half of my sophomore year. Okay. And that's when I started to meet like creative people. Creative and comedy uh, people. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, some of them funny. Some <laughs> <not>. <laughs> nice. It's like Stanger and I. Yeah. 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 Um, um, so yeah, but yeah, I didn't really have any like athletic, um, people that wanted to go out and like throw a, you know, throw baseball around or did this. So then were you having a hard so were you, time did staying you stop, in sh- shape? Did, yeah. Did you stop oh, yeah, basketball got, then? Yeah. I got fat as fuck in college. <laughs> yeah. I got, yeah. I gained like 70 pounds. In oh, college. like no joke. 70 pounds. No joke. I, I wish there's a photo that's on Facebook and I'm not on Facebook anymore, but there's like this photo of me. I had like this old dinky truck that I inherited from my brother. And there's like, I was helping to deliver kegs to a party and it's like a keg. And then it's like, my was like a huge face. I'm like this huge face. My face oh, is just man. like, it's like so huge. And I like look at it and I'm like, Oh boy. Yeah. No, I just like went down, went downhill. All uh, through college or did you, did you college? Did yeah. you check in I, or no? 
I know when I, I had no idea, I knew I was gaining weight, but then I, I just like had no idea until I finally, I mean, I knew it was, I was, I gained weight, but then I, once I graduated, I, um, was like going through stuff in my, at my, at my house, at my mom's house. Yeah. And I found, I found my physical from like, you have to take get a physical taken before you go to college. And I saw what my weight was before I went to college. And I remember just going like, Oh my fucking God. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh wow. I put on a lot of weight. And so then I started to, um, work it off. I've, I've always like definitely yo-yoed based on like stress and stuff. Um, I, you what, know, college is that that comes up on the show, but that it, stuff happens in college. I mean, there's, there's like a, a schedule change. There's a hormonal change. There's yes. an activity level change. Mm-hmm. It's like this recipe of storm, this perfect, this perfect storm and a recipe for disaster or combine yeah. the two and a recipe of storm is what I say. <laughs> yeah, Who knows yeah. what that means. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a recipe of storm. Um, but yeah. So like you have all these things kind of, uh, that converge together and you it like a lot, that's why people joke about like the freshman 15. It's usually more, you don't even really know oh, what's yeah. going on. You think about what happens to you 18 to kind of 24 anyway, it's, it's huge. You're, you go from being a kid to like a, like a grown up, And it's like, a, a, another factor I think too is sleep. I, I don't think people sleep as much as, or as sure. on a regular schedule as they used to when they're kids. Yeah. We kind of know now how important that is for maintaining a healthy weight and staying fit. We didn't realize before you just start, stop sleeping and you're eating all the time. It, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah and, the, and the food, I mean, yeah. the access to food is just like unlimited. Like, you know, I, I was like, I discovered chicken croquettes and I was like, what the hell is this? This is delicious. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like fried shredded chicken with like a weird cream glaze. And I was like, more please. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Carrot and, cake. It was like, just like carrot cake, carrot cake. It was just like bananas. Yeah. You were just getting so, and it was just such a, even if you are introverted, it's such a social, you know, going to college is just such a getting to know anybody. And usually any kind of interaction is like, Hey, do you want to eat? something do you want to have a drink do you want to like it's usually yeah. a celebration yeah, in that way yeah booze, booze is yeah. a huge thing too you booze know, you and to, snacks yeah 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 um uh, so um, then so then after college are you is that when you kind of check in and uh and, and well, try I'm to like, yeah i'm pretty conscious of my uh, i'm conscious of like what happened <laughs> and uh and my mom was like yeah. Don't you remember, uh, the past few months you're like, mom, I'm getting, I'm going to get as round. I'm going to get around like a butterball. And I was like, yeah. Cause I was like challenging myself to see like how many milkshakes from McDonald's could I drink in a week? It was just like, yeah, it was insane. There's probably also like some depression in there too. And I just didn't know. I just didn't know. Like that's how, like, I definitely eat my feelings. Like a lot of people. I was going to say, like, as far as your relationship with food, it's, it's uh, more of it's a celebration like, yeah. and yeah. It's a make me feel good. And like a good job. You just yes. treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all yeah. that stuff. It's the answer um, to yeah. issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tough. So, so then, uh, so then you um, graduate, and is that when you move to the city, or are you still staying out? No, I was in. I graduated like December '98 is when mm-hmm. I graduated. So then I was working. Um, in, you know, in, in Pennsylvania, I was still, I was still at my mom's house and I just was like, I think I like signed up at a temp agency and then I got a job at, uh, at the CBS page. So then that was like August of 99 that I had a job in the city 
but I couldn't afford to move here yet. Mm -hmm. Um, and I didn't, I had a little bit of like credit card debt and I was like, I didn't want to move to the city with any debt except my student loans. So I, I went and I lived with my dad and stepmom outside Princeton and I commuted from there. So Connecticut, Princeton, New Jersey. Oh, New Jersey. Yeah. No, (laughs) that's okay. We can go over maps later. Yeah. 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 I thought you Uh, meant Connecticut. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, eh, I don't, I'm fine with just knowing that as a truth now. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Princeton, New Jersey. So then what was the, so the commute, you had to take the train in every day to the commute was, yeah. So the commute, I was like five, six hours a day commuting. Mm. Yeah. Um, Cause I just would like wake up from at like Connecticut. Three. Wow. Yeah. I would go from Asian. Connecticut and then I'd go to my dad's house <laughs> Yeah, outside Princeton and then go and to then go into the city and wow. then I'd go to Connecticut and back sure. to my dad's. Crazy. Yeah. Were you driving so, yeah. or public transportation? No, I would drive 20 minutes to the train station and then take a train in. But I had to be at, my job was at like, I had to be there at 6 a.m. Oh my God. For like God. To be a page for like the CBS morning show. But I couldn't. Of course, no it's train. the morning show. You're, you're there yeah. that early. Jesus. Wow. But the train, my, my, my only options were like get into Penn Station at 5 a.m. or like 5.45 a.m. But like the 5.40, it was like, so I had to do 5 a.m. So I had like Oof. another hour to like, so I'd like oftentimes walk from Penn Station up to um, Central Park area, which is where the studio was. And so then I started losing weight just from that like commute and like not wanting to spend money on food. I lived off a lot of like uh, animal crackers and grape juice. And then I would get back Damn. to my dad's house at like weird. That's like a nine. weird. So you lived off daycare snacks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. A lot of, a lot of it. Yeah. And I made yeah. sure to like keep my mouth sticky all the time. So I felt <laughs> yeah. like I was. You brought uh, your artwork home. Yeah. Notes yep, pinned yep. to your chest. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I specifically remember I would get home around like eight thirty, nine, and I'd have to like walk through the living room and like my to where my bedroom was, and my dad and stepmom were always watching Jag. Oh, <laughs> that show, Jag. Hell yeah! The pilot show. It's a special <laughs> kind of lawyer for the military. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it was so funny. Jag. And sometimes, sometimes I'd eat dinner, but yeah, it was it was brutal. And so like I dropped a lot of weight. I did that for until like January, 2000. And then I moved to the city. Wow. To Queens. I moved to Queens. Yeah. So, so that, so that was a number of, so it was just like slowly losing weight because of walking and stress and eating just animal, like barely enough. Yeah. Substance. substance. I was also just like being busy. So I just was like busy, you know, I had like the morning show and then I went and I worked at, um, I was whatever I was like, what I don't know, what was it like the architect department or something or the engineers department. So I had like two jobs I was doing. Wow. Um, yeah. And then I, I would say I didn't start um, really getting back into being like athletic until it was like the year before, like my 30th birthday, which would have been 2000 six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, so like 2005, so I was like in the city for like four or five, like, like, you know, like almost five years. And I wasn't like, I wasn't really doing anything athletic. Like I had 
rollerblades, but I could never figure out time to do that. And then I had gained weight again and I was like, this sucks. And so I bought myself an elliptical and I just did an elliptical like a maniac and then got in. And was this just based on, this was just based on like what you had learned an elliptical does. So you're just like, Hey, I'll do this for 45 minutes every day. And you weren't focused on nutrition or anything. I ate, well, I watched my calories, but Uh I didn't necessarily, there was no like, you know, like a lot of lean cuisines and like soup. It was like shit like that. So I watched my calories. I would do an elliptical sometimes twice a day. I would like watching 24 and um, just like binging through that just to like. Yeah. Binging through 24 just so you can get to another JAG episode and. Yeah. 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 And then get on that elliptical. Yeah. Twice a day. I do it sometimes twice a day. Whoever yeah. came up with the name Lean Cuisine crushed it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a fu- I mean, what a fucking home run of a name. <laughs> yeah. Lean Cuisine. Like, it's perfect. I mean, that has to be part of the success of that. Sure. Those meals, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking genius. But the they're same- probably like on contract from, what is that, Stouffer's? Is Lean Cuisine a Stouffer's thing? I don't know. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Oh. Uh, Sounds- Whoever it is, I bet they're just like, you know, I bet they just didn't get a bonus though. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're just like, on the fuck. campaign for whatever. Yeah. 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 Whatever diet, diet Stouffer's food. What about lean cuisine? Great. Yeah. Let's use that. Nobody really gives it a second thought. And now it's like yeah. genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, people are coming up with whatever the like, um, what were the name of the ones that were like man sized frozen meals? Hungry man. Hungry man. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking mm-hmm. hungry man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. Hey, are you guys, the Bell Babies out there, paying more money and interest than you need to on your credit card? If you are, that sucks. You don't want to do that. You yeah. shouldn't be doing it, guys. Everybody's paying attention to what's going on with their credit cards right now and their finances and all that stuff. And if you're overpaying, you need to resolve that. And how are they going to do that, Eugene? You, you want to refinance your debt today with a credit card consolidation loan from our friends over at Lightstream. That's right. You can quickly roll balances from multiple credit cards into one single monthly loan payment. Yeah. You get a rate as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. And that is much lower than the national average credit card rate of over 19% APR. Yeah. Plus, there's absolutely no fees. The application is quick and easy and 100% online. And you can even get your money as soon as the day that you apply. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve better loan experiences. And that's exactly what they deliver on. Yeah, guys. So listen, take a look at what you're paying. If you're paying higher than that 5.95% they're offering, if you get the auto pay, it makes sense. Apply yeah. for a loan from from Lightstream. You can get it the same day, and then you can save some money. Yeah, you, you know, like right now, you're you're looking for ways to make sure that you're not um, spending extra money right. or paying extra money. And this is a good way to um, to to focus in on like looking into alternatives or, or ways to save some of that money. So. Apply today to get a special interest rate discount and save even more. And the only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash dumbbells. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash dumbbells. 
And remember, this is subject to credit approval. Flat rate includes 0.50 auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash dumbbells for more information. Yeah, so that was like me getting back to that. And then I, from that, I was like losing weight and feeling good. And then I decided to train for a marathon and raise money. So I did one of those things. Uh-huh. And then I hurt my, and then I got like fucked up my um, IT band and then that sidelined me. So then I like the weight creeped on again and that sucked. And then I would say I found um, in 2012 is when I found, well, and then I also became, I started running the training center at UCB. Right. So then like that um, sucked the life out of me. Yeah. And so that brings a new on new kind that's of just stress. Like set, yeah. That's just and, stress, and hours, sedentary. Yeah. So many hours, also teaching on top of it, right. starting torque, starting torco. So it's like that same thing of like no real schedule, right. running around, not eating healthy. Um, and then 2012, I found my basketball team that I'm on now and had mm-hmm. been on for like eight years. And how'd you find them? So like, like, how did that happen? I found them. There was a, there's a league called urban professionals and you could always do, uh, they have scrimmages on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just went to a random scrimmage one Tuesday night. I was finally able to get to one. I think I couldn't before. Cause I either like taught at that like, time or something. Te- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like teaching at that time. And I hate missing classes I teach and taking care of myself. <laughs> so I, uh, well, it was like yeah, this weird thing of like, you know, not a weird thing, but like, it's crazy. Uh, of course, the three of us are the only ones that are going to be able to relate to this of like how quickly you can just get so involved with everything UCB or everything improv related, where it's like every, like the priority shift is crazy where it's just like, yeah. ah, I can't miss a rehearsal. Yeah. I can't miss a rehearsal or I can't miss this coaching thing or whatever. And it's not even yeah. about the money from coaching. It's just like, Oh, I can't, yeah, I can't miss it. Like these people want me as their coach. Like that's a big deal that they want me as their coach. Like even that. And it's like all that kind of, you know, priority stuff that like, it it wasn't until later in life that like I was ever to be like, Oh, one of my priorities is my own physical health. Yeah. Yeah. I I was going to, I was going to add to that. I mean, UCB, but insert anything else. And just what a subtle mentality shift to add exercise in. You know, when you first start, sometimes it feels untenable. It's like, I have no time for this. I'm completely stacked. I'm not going to rearrange my schedule. I'm not going to make adjustments. And then you don't exercise or you don't do something you love like basketball or whatever. And then it just takes one small thing to fall into place or one little bit of extra effort on your part. And then it completely shifts and you're like, oh, there's probably a way I could have been doing this the whole time. I just didn't, you know, I mean, all it really takes is that deep breath too of going like, do I miss this or do I like this thing more than the other thing that I'm doing? Or am I doing the other thing enough? Like to, to go and play basketball once a week, it's like, Oh, that should be a priority. I mean, it's crazy now that I'm in a place where I like, if, if people are like, Oh, can you meet from this time to this time? I'm like, no, that's when I go to the gym. You know, (laughs) like it's just like that, like that, that has now overtaken the priority chain. But so, so yeah, it, takes, this is, it takes a while to figure that out. 
Yeah. Well, you have to know what, what kind to, yeah. of personality you are. And you're that kind of personality where you're going to sacrifice yourself for your students or your class or sure. whatever mm-hmm. this cause is. So I think recognizing that about yourself, which you did at some point, I'm guessing, and then protecting yourself so that that doesn't happen, putting systems in place, you know, whatever it is, so that you're not going to run yourself ragged to, you know, meet somebody else's schedule. Right. Know? Yeah. So um, then, uh, so, so you find this basketball team yeah, and then you're locked. Is it, are you, so you're locked in from then and you've been doing that for eight years now in and out. Yeah. It's a, it's an awesome team. Like we're tight. It's like yeah. really great. Yeah. All like different professional women, like you got, you know, and what's the skill? What's the skill? Carry a gun. Ladies that get to carry a gun. Uh huh. Just because they live in a different place or they don't care yeah, about the no. rules? Yeah. Maybe a federal employee of some Ooh. kind. Yeah. No, we got, yeah, we got some bad, it's all badass ladies that, uh, what's yeah, the, what's the skill old. level of the uh, basketball team? Like decent. Yeah. Yeah. I would say we're like not in the, there's like, um, we might be like the, I don't know how many levels there are in this league. We're definitely not the top. Like that's all like ex college, all ex college players who are like, forget it. Um, but like my team, the age range is like 53 to like 25. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's and like, a, just like, running. there's like vets. And then we have like a younger crew. We have like four so like younger, cool. um, younger women who, um, help us win championships these days. Um, but yeah, it's awesome. That's so great. So yeah, then that's, like, so you find that, of each other. you find that first, you find like, like just like a, nice positive um group of people also to spend this time with and then also yeah. do a physical thing so then it's like the thing that you were missing. hoping like that you were missing since high school yeah, that yeah. You're, and it's also you know like improv is like a was like my kind of like team sport because i love yeah. team sports and then i was like but i'm not getting that like physical thing so then when i was able to get on a basketball team and it just like clicked and everyone was great and i was like this is awesome but then i was like i'm not in shape for like a once a week basketball team. Yeah. So then I started, um, so then, yeah. So then I started, uh, someone, Ashley Hale Spellman actually was like, told me to try CrossFit because she said it's like a team sport because you all finish together, all that shit. Mm-hmm. So I tried that and then I found a gym, um, and a coach where it's like, uh, everyone's awesome and positive. And so like the social aspect is like all great, wonderful people. Like there's no like, if you're a meathead, like asshole bro or woman or non, you know, bond or anything, it's like you, you get sucked down to be like a good person. If you want to sense. stay there. Yeah. If you want to stay there. Yeah. You can't yeah. be an asshole and stay. It's like, you need to like come down and be like, is this CrossFit uh, bell? Is that uh, unleashed? Unleashed. Yeah. It's CrossFit unleashed. So you were, um, uh, is yeah. this the first one that you went to uh, initially? Is this the one that you joined? No. Yes. Yeah, it's all this. It's all the same coach I've been traveling. Same with coach too. you've been traveling. Yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, what? Um, so, how did? How was that? The first, you'd never really done I've any never kind done of weight any, training. Never did any weight training. Um, maybe yeah. I'd never definitely never picked up a barbell before. Yeah. Um, never picked up a wall ball, never touched a kettlebell. Maybe I'm sure I had touched like some dumbbells at some point, but I just like, 
Yeah, I just like fell in like love with it. I liked the Was it the know, team just, aspect of it? Was it the was it the movement stuff? Was it the fact that you felt like it was athletic training? Like what was it, you know? Yeah, it did. It felt like I was it just yeah, it felt like being an athlete. Also cuz like the coaches really keep their eyes on you. So I just was like, "Oh, I'm almost getting a personal training session." Sure. Also cuz it's like very at that time it was also like very very small. A little bigger now. There's a lot, like some more members now, but I am also more advanced. That like the coaches don't have to necessarily sure. focus on me, and they can focus on the like the younger or newer members. And like, I, but I can say, hey, can you watch me? And then they watch me. What was it out of the? Um, what was it out of your coach or your trainer really that like um, connected with you that kept you around? Because that's a, you know like that's one of the biggest questions we always have is like how do I know? if this gym is right for me, whatever. And like, you know, for everybody, there's like different boxes that mm-hmm. click. Usually it's just like, you can relate to that person as a human being, but there's usually, you know, there's also other aspects of it where people like to be kind of talked to as a coach and an athlete or like a little mm-hmm. baby or like a little mm-hmm. baby or like, mm-hmm. you know, or like, a you know, yelled at like a drill sergeant, like people, you know, people want yeah. somebody to be on their ass or not, or, you know, whatever. So. Yeah. I definitely like that. My coach will wipe my butt and change my diaper for me. Yeah. 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 Yes, yeah. That's the baby. And you're mm-hmm. still, and you're still eating the same way, right? You're still having animal crackers and grape juice. As animal your main... crackers. I'm now, um, Gerber doing a lot of Gerber. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Some solid um, foods. Yeah. Bear, I like what I like about, um, the coaching. It's like never being shamed, but they, but they know when to push, uh-huh. you know? It's like, there's no, like, what's wrong with you? Like, no, you're not shamed if like, you know, scaling is not failing is very much like something that like everyone's reminded of. Like, that's great. It's good. And it's like reminding, like, I'm, I, was I sore the next day? Great. And then you're, you're pushing your, you're pushing yourself where you can be. Right. Don't compare yourself to that person over there, track your numbers and just like compare yourself to where you were like a month ago or something. So that's what I liked where I didn't feel like I was competing with anyone but myself and that everyone had my back and I had their back as far as like congratulating each other, pushing each other, knowing when like, you know, if someone's like, I'm not feeling it today and it's like, cool, you're not feeling it today. That's, that's great. What jumps out at me uh, in your description is that it's everything that, can and is great about uh, CrossFit when it's done right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the critiques are when that stuff falls out. But when CrossFit became popular because of what you're describing, and as long mm-hmm. as the, like the good places do adhere to that, it's, it can be so amazing for people. I mean, just such a life changer for people. Yeah. You know, you beat you, somebody that thrive with a little bit of structure and then coming from a competitive athletic background and all that, it just checks all these boxes and then they, you know, they make sure that you're safe and protected and they keep, you know, reiterating those values that you described. It's great, you know. And that we, is, yeah. You hear yeah. really bad stories about CrossFit right. and it's like, oh, it's like saying like, yeah, I'm not going to say that's wrong because CrossFit is what? Someone's paying $3,000 a year just to say CrossFit, you know, boner. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool, come into CrossFit boner. I'll teach you whatever you want. But it's like, it's really the code. That's why I always tell people, try a few gyms out. See like what yeah. the... um yeah. That's good. Yeah. I, I remember if I'm, I'm, I'm not going to say it right, but Brandon Scott drones. So funny. He tried, he went to a CrossFit gym and he went just to like get information 
And he said he looked in and the person's like, do you have any questions? And he's like, yeah, can I, do you have any classes that are like uglier than this? Because <laughs> everyone was just like beautiful and ripped. And like, that can be so intimidating. Yeah. That can be so intimidating. And it's like CrossFit gyms, I think overall need to start showing all the different bodies also that do yeah. You just can't show the, those ripped bodies. Um, right. It's people that are athletic and people that are there to like do the athletic stuff and not worried about the, you know, aesthetics of it necessarily as well, you know, or people that are starting their journey or being been at it for a while. And just, you know, again, it's like, you're not, you're not looking for the immediate satisfaction of it so much as making sure that you're just staying overall healthy, but you've been at it now for how long? Now, I as mean, far as I've been doing CrossFit. it. I was, I mean, seven years, but it was yeah. kind of like a little, a little on and off, um, because I think especially once I became artistic director of UCB, I had a much harder time um, getting to class, getting to those CrossFit classes consistently. Sure. Based on like my schedule and the schedule of the uh, the CrossFit gym, uh-huh. so I started to like lose my shit a little bit again because the stress of that job is insane and I couldn't get to the class. The thing that was kind of keeping you sane. Yeah. 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 Um, But then they finally, and so I like, again, you know, started putting weight on and stuff, but then they finally started a noon class and I was like, Oh, that's perfect for me. Cause I can wake up, do a bunch of email and then take the train in, stop, go to CrossFit for an hour get on the train and then go to UCB and like, you know, be at my desk by two because I'll be out at the theater until like 10, 11 anyway. And right. then just like, so I was starting to go consistently and it's like. Gave you a new structure. Yep. And then it, and then it also made me realize like, oh, I need this. Um, and so I even was able to be like, we had noon meetings on Wednesdays and I was like, oh, sorry guys, I can't do those. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I need to, A, I'm not going to get up or I can't get up earlier than I do, which is like 10 o'clock because I'm at the, the theater till like 10, 11 as it is and or nine o'clock, whatever. And then I was like, and I need to go to CrossFit. So, right. So then, so, you know, yeah. so then you do that for a while and then, you know, things change work-wise, you leave that mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you start focusing on your own journey and your own career. Yeah, able to focus on that and get to CrossFit consistently. Um, then I got like, I think like end of summer, like last year, end of end of summer was like a weird time because it was like a year. It was like the, the getting to be like a year of not being AD anymore. And I started mm-hmm. feeling like, oh, fuck, I haven't like accomplished anything. So I started getting in my head and just like hitting um, a little bit of like sad time in the brain. Sure. Um, and I wasn't getting, and I was still getting to the gym, but like just started eating like a fucking shithead. Yeah. Sad time um, in the brain. Sad time in the brain made me like eat like a shithead. Um, but I um, started off this year, um, like the year like was starting, started rough, but I told myself, I was like, I can't, um, let myself like fall into this bad thing. So I was just using the CrossFit gym as like, I was, I was going, I would do like a class and then I would, and I gave myself then like a goal. So like a January I had a goal of rowing another, an extra like hundred K on the rower mm-hmm. on top of going to like the classes every day. Right. Um, and then I gave myself a February goal and that was on like 
the um, concept bike. Uh-huh. Um, that was not as fun. I was like, I started to get kind of like boring. <laughs> like, a, boring. Like, a, like an air assault bike type thing? Yeah, not the air assault. The concept has a bike with like their flywheel and stuff. That oh, you got can, it. You know, put the damper and make it harder and stuff. So I was like doing that, but then I would like add ex- whatever. I would like add some stuff into it too. Like I might bike and then do kettlebells and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so you're was, like, adding your focused. own challenge. Yeah. Just gave myself a challenge, got on some happy pills, um, and was really getting in good shape. Like, um, my strength had gone away a lot in the fall. Um, I just lost, I, I just lost some of my strengths. I think I was doing some more cardio. So then March, um, so I've been like dropping weight. Um, and March came and my gym started doing Olympic lifting classes during a time I could do. And I was like, awesome. Yeah. I love lifts. So I started doing Olympic lifting, but only had that for two weeks. And then COVID-19. Heard of it? Heard of it, (laughs) folks? Um, But I've been staying very, but I was like, I'm not going to lose my momentum. So I'm just staying very focused in whatever quarantine, whatever this is. And I've worked out, I've worked out every day. I haven't missed a day of working out since we've been online. Wow. Yeah. And what are you, what are you COVID, doing? Keep, well, I was just going to say COVID, they keep talking about, you know, a death toll and unemployment, but what about the gains? Yeah. What about I'm COVID lost. games? I'm telling you there's no gains. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. That's, we got to start getting the fucking gains. What, how does that factor in? Yeah. Oh man. I've lost, I'm also like, oh yeah, I've lost so much strength. Um, but that's okay. Cause I'm keeping up like cardio, uh, but that's like my gym has had um, like Facebook classes. Mm-hmm. So there's been like ab, there's ab classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So like doing a lot of abs, which I never did a lot of. So, um, so it's like a new thing in my kind of like in my system. Like I like to do abs now because I'm learning way more ab movements. So you're locking into like the new structure of what the classes can be through your gym. Yep. And then so you're also, have- and you have a rower there. And I have a rower. So I row every day and I've been increasing the, the, um, length of my rows. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, this gets long enough. I kind of have like a, I'm not making it like an official thing I want to do, but I, if this is like going on long enough, like I might try to like row a marathon. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. I, yeah, I think, you know, it's, it can be discouraging. I think it's, and it's been discouraging for people, but I can't remember what the quote is or who said it. <laughs> nice. So use it's it. brand for me, but yeah. it's like, uh, just, uh, don't let what you can't do affect what you can do. You know? And exactly. I think that, that that's an easy thing to kind of fall into is like a lot of people that I talked to had just weird coincidentally had been making some strides in the gym or good things were happening or whatever. And then this, you know, whatever social distancing and wherever you are, what, whatever it's called happened and then can be discouraging, yeah. but it's like, no, I mean, for you, you know, you're going to, you're, you're taking your own to the next level. You're focusing on your core. You have the equipment you do have, you know, make the most of it. Eugene and I have, you know, talked a lot about what we're trying to do at home too. And so there's always something you can do. There's always something you can work on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I have my, I was smart when I moved into my friend's place, I, I picked up, I, I like, I brought my rope but it's been shitty weather outside and the ceilings are too low for me to like rope inside, jump inside. Um, but I'm hoping when the weather gets nicer outside, I, I have access to a backyard so I can get the jump rope, you know, get the, get those double unders, um, going. And I bought like a 15 pound med ball. So I've just been using that for like 
whatever ground to overhead. Yeah. Um, or just like, you know, squat, you know, squat cleans, med ball squat cleans and shit like that. So just doing what I can do. What, yeah, man. Let, me, let me ask you this. What, if anything, uh, would you like to keep on, uh, once you're able to go to whatever gym you want? Is there anything, any routines or habits or stuff that you've picked up fitness wise while you've been stuck at home that you would want to keep on? Um, yeah, I like the, I, I was enjoying doing like the regular wad and then some kind of bonus, um, either, either it's doing like another, either it's like the Olympic lifting classes. Like I do my, I do my 9am class and then I'd go to a 10am Olympic lifting class. So I like having like, um, why is the word except escaping me? It's like an accessory workout. It's not really yeah, an accessory yeah. workout, but like, auxiliary auxiliary maybe yeah. yeah just something that is um gonna help me in the in the classes eventually but it'll be this like you know some kind of alternative thing i'm doing right um just I, did, on like, your run, own. I just yeah yeah and i liked running i started running again in early march um but then just with like new york city is like such a hot spot and not yeah. everyone's not everyone's being smart outside so um I stopped, I just stopped, I stopped running outside and just like stuck to rowing. It's amazing how stupid people are. <laughs> I've, you know, running, I've been running, running in a mask is just tough, man. Yeah. My friend who I'm staying with did it today and she's, she's, she had like a regular mask. Like, I think like one of, like one of these. Yeah. Hey, isn't it weird? We just have masks next to our computers now. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that gloves. Yeah. <laughs> um, she ran in like one of those blue masks yesterday, but then she ran in more of a sports mask today. And she said the sports mask that she had was like so much better. I wonder what, yeah. Um, yeah. So it was like some kind of neoprene and it had air vents in it. Um, and you could like wash it and stuff, but yeah, it's just now that the, the weather's getting nice, it's just, yeah, people are just being stupid out there and sure, it's not easy to social distance as much on a, on a, on a sidewalk with several people. Right. So, I saw a guy in LA. He had a sign up that said free coughs. <laughs> oh, wow. Passing out free coughs did, for people. That's sweet. Um, how long did it take you to write that sign? <laughs> well, I misspelled coughs about six times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it said cocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it did. And it said freak. It said freak cocks. Freak cocks. And, you know, I was like, wow, this is an interesting demo I'm attracting with yeah. this. You know, I thought for Weird. sure it'd be more bug chasers. But yeah. It was the, and he kept doing this with his uh, eyebrows, too. Yeah. 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 Freak. Freak cocks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the best kind, really. Um, yeah. Do, what about now? Let me guys ask. Let me ask you this. Let me guys ask you this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Welcome back, Stanger. Welcome back. Uh, did you guys? And this is so important. This question. Oh boy, did you guys see Britney Spears' boyfriend wearing a? <laughs> what looked like a jock strap for a mask while he was running. No. Oh no. I don't think it was, but it really looks like one. Well, there's, there's those masks that like are like this and not this. So like this looks like a cup, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so there's certain ones that have like this weird bend like this, where I've seen them where I'm like, that does, I've thought that they look like kind of like underwear or some kind of jock strap. Yeah. His yeah. looks like a jock or like a cup for sure. Um, but it's so funny. I don't know who knows if it is or not. We don't know, but, uh, we don't know. We, don't know. we have no idea. We have no idea. <laughs> we have no idea. What about food real quick? What's yeah, going what do you on with eat? Food? How are you, are you with oh. food in, 
quarantine. I mean, quarantine, you know. I'm doing really well. And I think it's also like, I feel like my willpower, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to have willpower when there's other people that can see me eat. You got oh. an audience. Got an audience. I have an audience. I have an audience. Like my food is coming, you know, my, my friend is like ordering, it's like my food goes on her fresh direct order. So she sees right. all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I do like a protein shake, um, in the morning and I've been eating mainly plant-based since January. Um, I'll go like vegetarian a little bit from time to time. I'm not going like, I'm like flexitarian a little bit, but, um, uh, yeah. So I have like a, so when you are eating, when you shake. are eating, um, like I have like pro- vegan chili, like vegan chili today. Um, I eat some like fake egg stuff. I've been making a bunch of kale salads. Um, those um, Beyond sausages are like the fucking best. Have you ever oh, had so a Beyond you, meat sausage? I have. Oh, they taste like sausage. Yeah, they taste like sausage. That's good. Wow. They look like frozen dicks, but they taste like sausage. <laughs> they're they're freak, one in the same. Cocks. One in the same yeah. freak cocks. Are these freak um, cocks or Beyond sausage? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> what is it? The the fennel in there or something? I think it is yeah. the fennel. I think it's the way they're it seasoning is. it the same way as it's so good. A little fennel in there. They like yeah. uh yeah. They put a little fennel fennel little cock little cock bay. A little cock bay um, in it. A little cock bay. <laughs> uh <laughs> the uh um so you're you're pretty much plant based when you do eat um meat, what are you eating? Are you fish or no? No, no I'll even. do like like when I say like if I no I'll only go like vegetarian as in like maybe I see. little if dairy. there's like yeah if there's like um if my friend makes like eggplant fruit like fried eggplant and she puts like some egg whites on it like I'll eat that got it got it you know it's almost a um, must for eggplants yeah I know that's right. an eggplant so move like baby yeah I'm not going I'm not being like um like an anal vegan or anything like that right um but it just helps me eat more like, you know, sweet potatoes and more, um, eat more salads and stuff. Um, yeah. That's great. I, you know what? It, it's, it, it is helpful having <laughs> somebody watching what you eat. Sure. I mean, Cause mm-hmm. if you're like, you're talking, Hey, I'm trying to watch what I'm eating and then I'm exercising a lot. You can't yeah. eat like a shithead, you know, cause they'll be like, Hey, what's, uh, what happened to the plan? I noticed uh, <laughs> a lot of Oreos uh, yeah. on the, uh, order form here. Yeah. Well, she, well, that's also where I'm proud of myself because her kids eat cookies. So she does, or she'll get like Oreos and Milano's and, um, chips ahoy. Wow. And those kids go, they're also they also like, in the cap, yeah, it's sure. So it's so funny. Like I'll go into the cabinet where the snacks are. Cause I'll have like some pretzels in there and it's just like an empty Oreo container. And I was like, <laughs> Oh my God, not only did you eat them all, but you don't even know how to throw it out. It's very fun. My friend has to keep the snacks in her room during quarantine. And then there's a table on my floor where I'm staying. There's like a table of like snacks. And the other night I was like, can I have graham crackers? And my friend was like, you can have whatever you want. I was like, I just don't want you to blame your kids. If you see the graham crackers (laughs) are missing. (laughs) Cause she has to be like, right. On top of it. Yeah. Stop going in the quarantine snacks. (laughs) Wow. So you've been able to like lock yourself in pretty well as far as diet is concerned and exercise during this to keep sane and keep a schedule. And what's your schedule? Like, is it, you're having a protein shake in the morning and then are you working out first thing in the morning or are you saving your workout for later in the day or kind of varies? I've I've been doing it later in the day. Um, 
because I'm kind of like the rower is in the same room as the Xbox and the 12 year old plays a lot of Xbox with his friends. So I kind of have to work around his schedule a little bit. Right. Um, and since he's being home, you know, he's at home. Um, and I never know when he's done school. Sometimes he's done by noon. Can you believe these kids? (laughs) They're not really going to school. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I did everything I was supposed to do, mom. I'll play an Xbox. Um, I mean, he's doing online, like they're doing online with their school. They're at like a a, a private school, but it's like, um, but like the, they're not filling their schedule. So sometimes I'll, I usually have been doing it like rowing at like five at night, six at night. But today I did a row earlier um, because I knew I was going to be doing this and I definitely had more stamina. So I'm going to try and adjust and try and um, row earlier in the day. Yeah. And just text the boy and say, I'm going to be on the rower. Kick me off if you need to um, kill people with your yeah. friends. I like how you have to text him because, like, you guys don't want to interact. Well, I mean, he's two floors above me. Oh, got it. Yeah. And he's in school. He's in school. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> and you don't like, were you not a morning, uh, like, you like that noon workout type thing? Well, I was actually in January, I was kind of, my schedule at UCB was always like go to bed at like 3 a.m., wake yeah. up at like nine, 9 or 10. So that kind of like Got was you my thing. That. Yeah. But in January, I gave myself the challenge to actually wake up earlier and I would go to 9 a.m. CrossFit classes. So I started doing that in January and then I just felt like I had more of the day ahead yeah. of me. Um, but then once kind of this like quarantine shit hit, I was like, there's no class for me to go to. So I kind of started like also having a hard time sleeping um, mm. a little bit because of this, like, I don't know, this, it's like New York city is a little bit more bonkers maybe, or maybe everyone's not sleeping, but no, I just have a little it's, hard, harder time sleeping. Yeah. I, I've noticed that for a lot of people, I, it's where yeah. it's, it's the worst where you are, but, um, but for sure, yeah. I think it's, there's a little dread that happens at night, you know, that's yeah. just fucking yeah. tough, you know? Yeah. And also to not, you know, it's not the fault of anybody because it's just where we are and how things are. It's like, when you increase that much screen time, then, you know, it's hard to turn off to then fall asleep. And then like, you know, you, there's a good chance that you're going to, if you can't fall asleep, you're going to check that phone again. And then that's going to keep you up again and so on. So like the cycle is pretty tough. Everybody's just looking for good news on their phone. Yeah. You know, that's absolutely, that's that's what's going on. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm just trying to, um, today I was like, Oh, I did feel I had more stamina or usually when it's like later, I haven't like, I've only had like a snack because I don't want to have a full meal because I'm going to be, it's like, so I've, I think I'm going to try and work out a little bit, like wake up a little bit earlier and maybe try and work out at like 10, which is not that early. No, that's good though. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but today I, I did the rower and I watched, um, I like to, I do Netflix and Netflix and row. Yeah. (laughs) So I watched extradition with, um, Extra, oh, with extraction, the, I mean, is it extraction? Extraction. Ex, yeah, with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Was it fun? Oh, was it good? It was fun. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was a full, was it's a movie, it. right? It's, it's, a, a, it's, it's a full movie. You, yeah. you rode the Brothers. whole time? I rode the whole I did 20K today. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's fucking rock Jesus. And yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, I had the stamina. I was like, let me see if I can do this. Because I've been increasing my, my rows. I got so you're going to like do. build up to the Irishman? Yeah. yeah. No, that's that's called a suicide row. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I can't take this. 
Yeah. Um, so I've watched like wow. a lot of movies being on the rower and stuff, but that's a good Dang. movie. Have you, have you seen coffee and Kareem yet? No, no. With Ed Helms. Right? Yeah. Which is, is a fun? great, that's, that's, it's so fun. I think that's a fun movie. It's a very funny oh, nice. movie. Yeah. Um, but it's like, it's a buddy cop movie white, kind of, right? Yeah. But it's like a white guy and then a kid, a that's a, like a kid, a child of color. Yeah. And then this movie is a white guy and a child of color. And I was like, Hmm, this is like, was this like the same idea? And like two writers took it two different ways. Sure. It's like Netflix. both trying to like, both trying to stay alive. Yeah. Netflix was just like, make it happen. Yeah. Make white us a savior. couple of movies. Yeah. Let's give us a white savior and a child of color and see what happens. Crazy. Um, um, but, but it is, it's a good amazing. action flick. Yeah. Oh, I got to see it. It just come yeah, out, right? It's, the, it's like the it's stunt. A, yeah. The stunt guy that I think a stunt guy that worked on all the Avengers movies, it's his kind of big directorial offering. And the Russo brothers wrote it and produced it, I believe. Uh-huh. They're, Amazing. they're like the uh, the Avengers guys. directors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The fight scenes are. Uh, yeah. I like him, too. I like I like Chris Hemsworth a lot. Um, yeah, it's great. And it's all like action. There's no like it passes. The Bechdel test. Oh, does it? It does. Yeah. Wow. Because okay. there's only one woman in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> now that Amazing. I think of it, there's one woman in the oh, movie. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. Okay. Okay. And another one is mentioned. There's oh, one okay. woman and then there's a second one. As long one as there's there. one mentioned, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. We're, we're okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wow. Wow. I can't um, believe all of this. I, I can't believe that you're rowing through an entire movie. That's correct. Yeah, that's major. That's major. That's huge. So you're staying yeah. in it. You're locking in it. I yeah. I would get, I mean, if that was my main thing, I, I could get focused on it. But yeah, I would, I'd be, the rower is one of the things I did not love, love. But oh, I, I've I, always loved it. I've it, always really yeah. enjoyed it. Because it's like, I just like, you know, you can watch your pace. You can, you know, challenge yourself. Like, you know, when I broke when it used to be like, took me three strokes a calorie and then I got to like two strokes a calorie. And then I got like a stroke and three quarters a calorie. It was just like, Oh, it's like just feeling, um, yeah. Gamifying. You're basically gamifying it. Right. A little and bit the, easier. The more you can efficient. Watch, you can watch yeah. It. Yeah. The yeah. better you're getting at the movements, the more efficient you can be in the movements. You, you get yeah. more excited and then you actually burn more because you're just yeah. like, Oh, look how efficient I am. And you, and you, and I did notice also, depending on what I'm watching when I row, watching that action movie, I looked up during the fight scenes and I looked up and I was like, Oh, I'd like started going faster. Right. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Your alpha wave started going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. That's crazy. Um, yeah. Well, that's awesome. Spo. I love the fact that we got to catch up like this. I mean, this is so I hate that it's over this. I, I can't know. wait for you to come to LA and do an episode. We've always, tried to get you when you're in town but but i'm never in town never in town i love new york but you know eventually you'll be in town again and and uh yes and we'll get you book then. me somebody book me we will for, for la work <laughs> please yeah get her out here get everybody else out of their houses and healthy in new york stanger realizes we can tell when he's on his phone What's no that? no i'm just looking it. at some questions here oh yeah <laughs> 
because we're on a live feed and then I was pulling up some internet or some email. Questions oh, that's too. right. I'm not oh, yeah. looking at the comments on the side. We should, we should, an- we should answer, um, at least one, um, email yes. question. We'll answer an email question. If somebody wants to throw one into the comments, they can. Oh yeah. Uh, this is a quick one. That's really inside, uh, dumbbells baseball regarding sauna stuff, but it's, uh, this is coming to us from Chris. Hey guys, me and my cousin have been thinking about buying a sauna. Uh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it already. (laughs) Me and my cousin? Yeah. yeah. Hey, dumbbells, me and my cousin, uh, they found a pretty good deal on an infrared sauna, sauna, but it only goes to 130 degrees. Would we still get the same health benefits of the sauna at this low of a temperature? Love the podcast. Keep up the great work. Um, I think that uh, to answer your question, Chris, there's... There's different purported health benefits for infrared sauna. I right. haven't done as much research on those because I don't use that. And so I don't know what they are. And I don't know how substantiated they are. The, the kind of sauna that we talk about is a traditional sauna because it specifically has to do with the, uh, it, the, act, the high temperature that you're referencing. You got to go 165 to 170 degrees plus. 165 to 170 plus to get the heat shock protein, that external heat stress, uh, that, that yield the, the health benefits. And that, those studies have been peer reviewed and researched and there's some pretty good information on them. So that's what we're talking about. The infrared that you're looking at doesn't go hot enough to put you into that category, but there may be some cool infrared sauna health benefits. I just don't know them, but I would say go traditional if you want to get the real, the hot sauna and that, that get into that range of what we've been talking about on the show. Uh, that's the one that's that like that finished study that came out that Harvard picked up on. You got to go hot enough. 165, 170 plus. Spo, do you do but, any sauna stuff? No. I was just going to say if, if um, him and his cousin just want like a little hut to hang out <laughs> and just get a tent, right? Yeah. Yeah. It it doesn't doesn't they, just, down, it, they just want a hangout spot, right? Yeah. Yeah, it goes without saying. If you want a little uh, hangout time with your cousin in a little area, just get a tent, man. Just get a tent. Go ahead and I I don't I've never done um I've been in saunas, but I've not to this not until proteins come out my ass. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that is. Heat shock proteins? (laughs) She she's thinking they're heat shock proteins. I've heard you I mean I have heard you talk about the, the sauna stuff, but I've never um a lot of that stuff, like that cold therapy, that sure. kind of stuff, is like sounds interesting, but it's just like not um, something I think is readily available, or I see a lot it's, about it in it's, New York. It's not. It's and it's a yeah. luxury, you know. Yeah. So I think that if I could choose between that or exercise, I'd do the exercise. Oh sure. If yeah. you have a gym space or the uh, the disposable income that you can add that kind of stuff in, you know, sauna or cold bath or what cold plunge, whatever. Yeah. Pretty cool. So, you know, the sauna stuff I think is cool. Just, uh, you should, you should look into like, look it up. It's, it's fun. It's fun research. Pretty good, pretty good amount of uh, information available to you on it. And I have felt, you know, just personally, anecdotally, like improved recovery when I am using the sauna. Right. Same. Yeah. Um, have have you seen there's a episode of that goop show on netflix and they go to this guy who just like has created he like just like cold he just goes into the water cold he's like up in alaska or something oh wim hof 
Is that what it is? He just like makes his body alkaline? Well, there's alkaline, but it's the Wim Hof and he does the breathing stuff too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a cool guy. Like he's a weird yeah. guy. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. I was like, oh wow, he can just like sit outside in the cold and like just underwear and nothing affects him. Yeah. And he's like Have never you- been sick. And I'm like, okay, I like this. This is something I'll never do that. I, yeah. I don't like being I don't like being cold. It's like I'd rather be hot than cold. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I had to yeah. check it out. Oh, uh, so um, Sophie writes on um, on our YouTube live that uh, she doesn't have a question, but she just thinks that we've been motivating her on Tuesdays to get off her ass and work out, which is great. But Amanda hey, does ask, um, what are good ways to get more protein through the days? She's tracking her macros um, during quarantine and is having a hard time reaching her protein goals. Uh, and she's not a big snacker. So, yeah, I mean, that's tough, especially trying to track any kind of proteins. Um, I mean, any kind of macros during the quarantine. It's easy if you eat the same thing every day, especially, you know, right now you can. But to find that balance of what you need protein-wise is is tough. But you need to get supplements, yeah. I would just do – I would supplement your protein. I mean, I think it's more – it's harder to thread the needle if – you're not getting enough protein and you're still hungry and there's all this kind of shit. But if you're not a snacker, you don't care about snacks, just do a protein shake. You literally will get your macros up uh, like a significant percentage and you can be consistent with it. You yeah. add thir- 30 extra grams of protein a day or whatever it is, you can kind of scale the dose. But yeah. Uh, and then, and then whatever kind of, if you have any eating restrictions, like if you're vegan or if you're, you know, avoiding dairy or whatever it is, there's so many good proteins now available sure. to your your restrictions that taste good. So what I would do is, um, you know, look at look into your restrictions if you have any, and then uh, do some internet ser- like research on like what good flavors are, or good brands, or stuff that's in the right price range. And then you can look at a third party site like Labdoor, L A B D O O R, and they do they like evaluate you know what's in these supplements. So they'll do like a oh, lab nice. test. To say like, oh, this this protein powder said it has this, but it only has that, whatever. Labdoor. Uh, yeah, Labdoor. And then uh, just supplement your proteins and that'll that'll solve whatever macro issue you're having with protein right there. Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have to supplement with protein, uh, with a protein shake while we're in quarantine right now, especially because I'm not taking in and I'm kind of eating what the family eats. So I have to just make sure that there's one thing in my day that I'm just like taking in that protein. Um, so yeah, supplements is what works. Spo, you use a, you use a protein shake as well. Is it? Yeah, I have, I do Vega, which is a plant-based protein. And it's uh-huh. great. It's like very like low sugar. Right. Um, it's 20 grams of protein and the powder. It's, it's 100, 150 calories for that scoop. And then I do it with almond, like a nut milk, an almond milk or oat milk. Right. And they taste great now, right? They taste yeah. good. Good. It is good. Yeah. yeah. It, I like the chocolate like, and there's yeah. like an almond almond coconut, I think I do. They taste it, good. It does taste like you're giving yourself a treat, but it's your protein, uh, mm-hmm. which is like they the sweetest like, thing I have. All these young used to people, taste like shit. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. People don't fucking it used to taste like such fucking shit. Eugene yeah. and I have talked about the Joe Weeder, like in the blue bottle. I mean, it used to it was like fucking gasoline. It wouldn't mix into the it wouldn't milk mix. water. And then it was just like you had like a mound of chalk in your throat. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you guys see that thing of that little girl eating her mom's spaghetti and she's like gagging while she's eating it? 
No. It's a meme. Oh, yes, 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 yes. She's, She's like, like mm. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, it's so good. That's how I used to be with that fucking protein powder. Hey, real, real, real quick, and then we'll like that, like Shannon, right? Now. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll let you get out of here, Shannon. We've taken too much of your time, but I know you have some equipment. Eugene's got some equipment. This one's been coming up all the time from everybody. Chris asks, uh, as we can't go to the gym during these times, have you got any home gym considerations that can help a first-time buyer? He's looking at squat rack stands, adjustable bench, barbell, and plates. Uh, yeah. Also, it's very difficult to make gains at the moment. What is a good fitness goal to shoot for? I like Shannon talked about what she's got available. She's going mm-hmm. for the endurance on the row, something she never mm-hmm. was into before. But yeah. what still, do doing guys- body, still doing body stuff like air squats, lunges, push-ups, yeah. all that shit, sit-ups, trying to do that stuff too. Um, uh, huge. What do you think for an adjustable bench or a rack? You have stuff. What do you have? The rogue stuff? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I have, I have a lot of the rogue stuff, but then I also have like, you know, um, like the rep fitness, like, you know, there's like the, it's, it's like the rogue, it's like the American, like American barbell, all of these other companies have kind of started tighten, have started like making their own yeah, businesses I know. Yeah. Um, that are, you know, closer to the area that people live in. Like, it's almost like you find like the Southern California kind of producer of these things. I see what you're saying. So that you don't have to pay for the shipping from like wherever it's from, or, you know, like they'll usually have like local deals for, you know, a lot of these um, places that are in like Ohio, which is where Rogue is or Colorado, which I think American Barbell is. So it's like, you'd be able to pick it up. So then that's easier. And, you know, they'll probably have it, especially right now. But even if you're just going to like a, you know, if you're trusting anything off Craigslist or you're trusting anything off of, um, you know, going to like a sports authority or any of even walking into a target rest and in getting peace. sports authority, rest in peace. I don't yeah. think sports authority exists anymore. <laughs> right. Go to one, but or, or, yeah, maybe, like, maybe you get a free touch. <laughs> you might be able to get it. Uh, you maybe be able to get a, in there. There's a, there's a friendlies in there and you can get yourself a, you know, hand free coffee. Um, but, uh, I you think know, sports you, authorities are all Halloween supplies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now they're, um, now they're Christmas tree shops, but you, <laughs> you can get, you know, if you get a 25 pound dumbbell or if you get adjustable dumbbells, um, you know, I would, I would, I would say you don't even have to get a bench yet, you know, like just use what you can use at home or do floor presses, just get a, a decent heavy pair of dumbbells. But he's yeah. asking for, what do you like for adjustable bench? What do you, oh, what do you like? Brand wise? Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, I, it's one of those things where just now, I, just fucking answer it, Eugene. Now you want to get into rogue or whatever. I would like, yeah, I would get a rogue bench. What do you like? I like, you a, like I like my rogue bench. Yeah. Okay. I would well, just get say, a, what are you a politician on there? Yeah. I mean, I would, if I was going to the rogue, I would just get a um, plyo box and use it as a bench. So then you can use it for two things. Great. Okay. See what happened. I pressed and I got an interesting answer. Out. Whatever, dude. You're being a fucking <laughs> diplomat over there. What? Pressing. Hey, whatever bench you want, whatever you're into. Whatever. I thought they were asking of what they wanted to do since they're hard up at home doing. No, he's workouts. saying he's going to do some home gym stuff and got he it. wants some recommendations on adjustable benches. But I love the idea of using uh, for two purposes. Yeah plyo box you can lay down on and hit presses and then also fucking do your plyo hops yeah love it smart sweet um well freaking spo thank you so much for 
spending time with us. Oh, is there anything you'd Thank like you. to plug while we're in quarantine or out of quarantine or there's anything? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You can watch. I just had a Netflix show come out called How to Fix a Drug Scandal. Yeah. And it is a it is a docu series, but I um, one of the central characters was not available, so I play one of the central characters in oh, this uh, cool. docu series. Yeah, it's really good. The director Erin Lee Carr is phenomenal. She did Mommy Dead and Dearest and The Heart of the oh, Gold shit. and uh, I Love You Now Die and Cannibal Cop. So awesome. Mommy director. Dead and Dearest was fucking a all timer, man. Yeah. So phenomenal director. And I got to work with her and be part of this like cool Netflix uh, docuseries. Wow. So, awesome. Yeah. Watch it's it. very cool. It's, it's dramatic awesome. Dramatic acting. Not it is comedy. dramatic. Yeah. Dope. Multi-purpose brain. Nice. Um, yeah. yeah. And then how can um, we find you on the social and all that stuff? I'm at Spotastic on Twitter, Instagram, and Venmo. Ooh, yay. Send her money. <laughs> That's why I made my name as Spotastic on Venmo. Nice. Because, um, you know, I might be on TV shows, but it doesn't mean I have money. Yeah. Send her money. Twice a week, I go on to SAG after looking for those $4 residuals. Are Ooh. they coming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we uh, love that you yay. are here with us. Um, and That's we'll have you back here. when we can do it in person. Yeah, so. hopefully. And hopefully when we're all back at actual gyms. That'd be great. Yeah. Allowed to sweat on each other again. Let's do it. Yeah. I cannot wait for That's what I miss the most. Yeah, people sweating yeah. on me. sweat. Yeah. Somebody spotting yeah. me with their junk in my face. That's oh. what I miss. I remember that flashback to someone at my gym spotting me when I was benching and they just didn't realize they needed to not. And they just was like drip and it hit me uh. like right here. And oh. I was like, oh. And I was like, if that had gone in my mouth, I would have fucking punched you. <laughs> <laughs> I've had it mouth tons of times. Oh, oh. oh God. And Gross. so after that, I've known to be like, you're sweat, step back, you're sweating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. like a uh, like a dental hygienist shield or like a welder's mask or something. Yeah, I mean or, now we'll probably be using all that. Now we we'll probably will. There yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah, a cup, a cup, a cup, <laughs> a cup that Spo has. A yep, a cup. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. <laughs> soft cup. Um, if you need um, to reach us, you can at the dumbbells on all social media. If you want to email us, ask the dumbbells at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, and we'd like to thank everybody out there joining us right now. We'll be bringing you live episodes during this quarantine while we're all uh, social distancing, uh, 2.30 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. On behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the Dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, uh, Shannon, we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live, live in, between. in between. Yeah. That's nice. it. That's it. <laughs> That was a hit gum.